worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. A new report shows Oregon wine continues to crush the competition. Here with the story, Suzanne Stevens, the editor of the Portland Business Journal. Good morning, Suzanne. Hi, good morning. All right, so tell us about this new report. Yeah, so it's from an organization a lot of folks are probably familiar with. It's called the Oregon Wine Board. Um, It's a semi-independent agency. It basically promotes Oregon wine. Um, And the big big finding is that it found that the Oregon industry performed far better than its two biggest rivals, one to the South California and one to the North uh, Washington. Okay, we already knew that Oregon was better than Washington and California. So how much better, though, is the question? I knew I knew one of you would say that. So absolutely. Um, well, the value of Oregon wine sales rose about 23 uh, percent year over year last year. That's compared to two years ago. That bested California easily, where sales were up about 8 percent and really crushed Washington, where sales were actually down 5 percent. And just for a national comparison. So, again, Oregon wine sales were up 23 percent overall in the United States. Wine sales were up about seven and a half percent. So Oregon definitely on a roll. All right. So what's leading the pack? Which wine? Well, so we know that that Pinot Noir is kind of Oregon's uh, calling card, if you will. It's the dominant grape in the the state. It accounts for about 50 percent of production. Um, Pinot Noir sales definitely led the way up 24 percent, but really just because of how big that industry is. Um, There were other types of wine that propelled Oregon even more. Chardonnay is actually a rising star in Oregon. It busted out about a 46 percent gain. And then sparkling wine, which a lot of folks are really into these days. It's also been on a tear in Oregon. Uh, Winemakers uh, in Oregon uh, saw sales of that particular variety up 61%. So a couple of new varietals that are really making it, uh, shaking things up a bit. Well, smoke taint has been a phrase we've learned a lot in the last couple of years with uh, wildfires. Is that a concern again this year? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I think these days wildfire is always a concern, whether you're in the wine industry or not in Oregon. Um, And just certainly weather in general, you know, always a factor when you're talking about agriculture. Too much rain, too little rain, not enough sun. Um, Well, we spoke to some winemakers recently about the impact of a hard frost that actually occurred in April. Um, It's too soon to tell at this point if that will tamp down the harvest, but it's possible. So that's the kind of thing these growers are always kind of navigating. Again, that hard frost took place in April. We might not know the results of that until harvest time. I've never personally had smoked wine. To me, you know, it belongs in the barbecue pit or maybe in the barbecue sauce, maybe even cheese. Not necessarily wine. Some people say it's not so bad, but uh, you've got those people who anything with the word taint in it is out. (laughs) No, taint does not, you know, conjure up good thoughts. That's true. Absolutely. All right. Thank you, Suzanne. Have a good one. You too. Suzanne Stevens, the editor of the Portland Business Journal.